Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hello! I'm so good at that hello. Just every time it's the same. That is good, isn't it? You, I don't even need to say it anymore. Yeah, I just, little known fact. Even the one you've just heard, listener, that is actually just a copy yeah, John and paste played it out job. And I was the... just praising my own audio. <laughs> look, and look, we'll demonstrate it now. Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory. It's the world's greatest user generated movie creation podcast. That's easy to say, that makes sense. It's snippy, it's pithy, it's a great fun time. It's a little bite-sized nugget that sentence when people hear it they know what it means and every time i say it i know what it means and what's even better is that the rules are very simple uh, we can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like but only one can be taken to the next stage we'll get this john it's going to be with me in the actual united states of america as this podcast goes out I'm going to be in America and I'm going to be throwing this idea at all the big wigs. Yeah, you've mostly scheduled uh, meetings with Hollywood Hot Shots. Yeah, Hollywood Hot Shots. And I'm going to give that newspaper editor some photos of Spider Man. <laughs> I'm going to find him in Brooklyn and give him some photos of Spider Man. I'm just going to Google image them. It's really easy. I don't know why no one's done that yet. Like, why isn't the third Spider Man Googling imaging photos of old Spider Mans and just giving them to him, making an absolute killing? Intellectual property, Joel. <laughs> I think also, why is no one going to be photoshopping that? You can't Photoshop images and put them in tabloid papers unless, like, you're really, like, unless you're, sport. Unless you're any of the tabloid papers. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, but you can't pass them off as your own. I'm Joel, a man who puts the alpha in alfalfa, and across from me is John Harris, who has just eaten a chicken and bacon sandwich shortly after declaring, no meat for me today. <laughs> what is meat for you? It's a true like, story. live animal. A live animal is, your, is what you really count as meat. <laughs> you have to have... Killed it, cooked it. You know what happened, Joel? I wanted some falafel, and I saw a reduced sandwich. That's what, that's the truth of yeah, it. Yeah, there was. A, yeah, it was tiny. <laughs> um, how was your sandwich? Yeah, it was alright. How was your uh, your chicken bites dipped into spicy hummus? What you have there is a meeting of humble beginnings of a working class lad clashing head on <laughs> with the spicy pepper hummus, getting along beautifully. <laughs> I think you can learn a lot from that. It's a that. metaphor for your life, isn't it? Yeah. When yeah. you met me, I'm the... Sp- You're the spicy... I'm the mildest to my, to my chicken, whatever they're called, fridge raiders, whatever they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Madison's fridge raiders. 
do go to madisons.com forward slash dream factory for 10% off a single fridge raider right we had a picture of movies would you like a movie yes please Jake's got in touch yeah and he's asking about How Jurassic he? <laughs> he's alright yeah, yeah he's asking us Jurassic World 3 yeah how are dinosaurs still getting away with it <laughs> because <laughs> I, I get that they're big I get that dinosaurs are big right and I, I understand where Jake's coming from but he wants to know how we've been outsmarted for nearly seven movies by dinosaurs when when there aren't dinosaurs humans are leagues above when it comes to the food chain and what what's going on there how do they keep getting away with it well Jurassic World 4 this time it's not dinosaurs but the twist is it, it, it was, was dinosaurs, dinosaurs in again costumes. yeah dressed up as mascots yeah I, it's a fair point isn't it yeah I would agree Maybe we deserve to be wiped out by this dinosaur species. I'm going to say, I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite a controversial You're figure. You're edgy man. Dinosaurs are thick. <laughs> Animals generally are quite thick. You know, you always hear those... I think that's pretty speciesist, frankly. Yeah, well, you you always hear things like, oh, you know, dolphins are so intelligent, you know, they can... <laughs> well, why aren't they the president? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I mean... No, not even that, mate. Not a single one's run. <laughs> I, I even give them that. I would say I'm not intelligent enough to run for president. Although, yeah, I mean, uh, so, like, so fair play. But they're not even at local government. <laughs> they're not even. They're not even standing for local by elections. If pigs are so clever, hmm, <laughs> why have you just eaten one in a Tesco meal deal? <laughs> why hasn't an animal farm happened? Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, dinosaurs shouldn't be outsmarting the Chris geniuses. Pratt, yeah, I think maybe in the movies they explain that away by saying they're super intelligent. Yeah, is that right? Still. But come on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm with you. I'm not having it. Uh, is, has there ever been an example? Because it's like four of them now. I'd imagine there have been examples where the fault actually lies with the humans. So they, like, a human accidentally leaves a gate open. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or goes to the toilet for too long. That's one of the classics. Yeah, yeah. The gate is that is a thing. <laughs> What's really good? Dinosaurs often can't get through gates. They look like cattle. But if you leave a gate open, similar to cattle, you're just going to end up with dinosaurs in the road. I would love a world in which, because realistically, apart from your big, big apex predators, yeah, dinosaurs like certain. You know, species of dinosaurs aren't more dangerous than the humble badger. So I would like a world where a which, farmer's which accidentally left the. the I, I don't know. Diplodocus, they're dangerous because they're big. But yeah, and big things are yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Naturally. What do you think they taste like? Dinosaurs. Yeah. Would we eat them? Well, the thing is, uh, dinosaurs, the, the thing that people say is like, uh, ignoring alligator. The yeah the like closest relative to dinosaurs on Earth are, like chickens yeah, and yeah. stuff. So maybe they and taste how stupid like a chicken. Delicious, massive, steaky chicken. Oh, nuggets. Yeah, giant dipping dino them nuggets. Your, dipping them in your hummus. Oh, I'd love that. Anyway, dinosaurs are stupid, and it's not on. What Jake's trying to say is there's actually been a real misrepresentation of human beings in these films. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we're not being treated fairly. Yeah, we'd be in that actually in that situation. We'd be a lot better off. Jurassic World Four is mostly a functioning park. Yeah, it would be a functioning park. Yeah, or are we idiots for continually making them? Yeah, Hmm. we are idiots. The problem is everyone else is an idiot. I think Jurassic World Four is the humans are in the park of an alien species. Ooh, yeah. I like that. that. 
Yeah. yeah. Social commentary. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, isn't it? That's yeah. fun. What about um, this one from Mike? The Tony Adams family. <laughs> you don't know anything about football. He was a defender for Arsenal. Yeah. There you go. Football. He was a great defender for Arsenal. Was he? Yeah. One of the best. One of the best defenders for Arsenal. My uh, grandmother used to fancy Tony Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Little fact for you, keep that. That's, that's one for you. What does she like about him most? Dependable. <laughs> that's what she said. Reliable she said, Tony. He said, she said, he just seems so dependable. Was it your French grandmother? No. no. That would be mad. That would be mad. <laughs> no, it was my English grandmother. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She was an Arsenal fan, you see. Oh. What's Tony Adams' family going to be like? They're going to be like the Adams family, with all their quirks and... Because <laughs> the thing is, Tony Adams is a famously tall man. <laughs> yeah, but not lurched tall. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay, fine. That uh, crawler football fans will sing the Adams family theme tune at a particularly tall footballer. Oh. Yeah. So, Tony Adams family. Uh, I don't know much about what the Adamses are like behind closed doors. I think he's quite a private man. Yeah. So, which would suggest that they're all freaks. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Um, Privacy. If you're hiding something, it's because you're wrong. So you've got something to hide. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what. That's why I live in the greenhouse, thing. mate. <laughs> Your neighbours have complained. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the neighbours won't stop complaining. What, what about if, for some reason, um, Tony Adams' family need to set up a five-a-side football league? Good. Including yep. the hand. He has to be a goalie, I assume. Yeah, otherwise oh. handball. It's always constant handball, unless he puts five little boots on his fingers. <laughs> That's quite cute. That is quite sweet. It's quite a sweet idea. I think he's actually the manager. <laughs> Can he wear just a big, him... big old Mac? Yeah, wear a big Mac and it will just give instructions with his hands. <laughs> when Joe said he'll wear a big Mac, just for the record. Not the burger. <laughs> How does he eat? What sustains that hand? Is he called the thing? Isn't that the hairy one? <laughs> Oh God! Apologies, you're correct. Uh, the thing is the hand. I believe it's cousin it that is the hair-covered creature. The hair-covered creature. Nice, David Seaman. Exactly. Yeah. What? David Seaman. He had a yeah. He had hair. He had facial hair and a big ponytail. Yeah. He was the hairiest guy in that Arsenal team. That's the thing about the Adams family. Great in defence. Not they're not strong up front. Are they not? No. Why is that? What they're lacking up front? Just love hearing you talk about football it's great because you'll say a sentence like that and I, I can hear what you're saying you think I can't I can't say any more than what I've just said because all I've what I've done there is I've recognised that Tony Adams is a defender yep. and uh, we've just named a goalie yeah we have so that's that's that half of the pitch that is that half of the pitch yeah and then you've got the middle half and then you've got the front the half middle. <laughs> it's a game of three halves <laughs> that's, that's what they always say and it turns out that the thing comes off the bench from managing. He's managing on the bench. I don't yep. know. And he Diego Maradona's it into the goal. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I like it. Perfect. I'm in. What about this one from Abby? The good, the bad, and the ugly Betty. <laughs> what happened to ugly Betty and what happened to the person in ugly Betty? Is it still going? Did it run for a long time? Was it a success? Uh, yeah, I think I saw so. the first couple of episodes. It was more successful than two episodes worth. I'm sure they had a few seasons. Ugly Betty was a big US TV show. Yeah. Before we all watched big US TV shows all the time, every day of our lives, I think. Yeah. It's pre-Netflix. 
I think it would have been one that was shown on primetime American television, but in England was reserved for like E4 Sunday morning. I think you're, I think initially it was bought by Channel 4. I mean, this is what people come to this show for. Yeah. <laughs> TV history. Uh, I think you'll find that Ugly Betty originally aired on Channel 4 at like 9 t- o'clock Friday night. Oh, and I then they so. probably moved it to the T4 bit when it was not doing so well. Yeah. Get in touch. <laughs> uh, so she works at a magazine, and the whole premise is that she's out of place working in a fashion magazine yeah, because, because she she's braces. not good looking. Yeah. because she Basically because she has braces. Because, yeah, she's not good looking in that teen comedy, not good looking way, which is... Yeah. A really good looking person with braces <laughs> and slightly not done hair. Yeah. Yeah, or quite slicked down hair. Yeah. And that's the classic. Either really big hair or very slicked down hair. Yeah. Never somewhere in the middle. Because that's where the cool hair is. She's so revolting. <laughs> yeah. Avert your eyes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Ugly Betty's in the Wild West. <laughs> How she got there? I don't know. To be quite honest, I don't care. Is she working for a local Western newspaper? Very good. Very good. And they're still judging her for trying to work at a newspaper because of the braces and flat hair. Yeah, not because she's a woman trying to work for a newspaper in the 19th century. (laughs) Um, Parallels. Oh, yeah, this is clever. (laughs) It's like, it's actually, the way we get into this is Ugly Betty does a family tree and finds out there was another (laughs) Betty from 100 or so years ago. It's a shit episode of Ugly Betty. It's a shit episode of Ugly Betty, yeah. Uh, Featuring John Wayne and a big Western crusade. I'm I'm on board. I like it. And then she learns something about herself. Yes, she learns to love herself. She learns that there's something inside so strong. What about this one from Vanessa? Requiem for a (laughs) D-Ream. I haven't seen Requiem for a Dream. I think it's pretty trippy. Yeah. But I've also seen Brian Cox documentaries that are pretty trippy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? It's actually... So it's, it's Requiem for a Dream with Brian Cox. You know how, like, they... Um, if, instead of Jared Leto? No, no, no. Instead of... Jer- <laughs> I don't know what the plot is. You know... No, this is the thing. So, listener, tell us if this is a great idea or not. You know, uh, late night TV, you'll see... Uh, they'll do the version with the... Um, sign language mm-hmm. so it's it's Brian Cox in the bottom corner and he'll be doing sign language as well but he'll but, also be doing extra commentary oh I thought he'd maybe playing piano like he did for D-Rain yeah, yeah okay he's playing piano and he's going the world is so vast imagine space if you can Jared Leto Jared Leto is smaller than space but his mind can travel anywhere it would take a million years to travel to Mars oh think of the planets we haven't seen he says stuff like that doesn't he yeah and he does a pose where he puts his foot on a rock that's normally what Brian Cox is normally in a crater with his foot on a rock going ooh this rock you should is from the moon so he's got one foot foot on a rock in most sequences you should see him like the outtakes it's just him going where's my fucking rock (laughs) get me my rock (laughs) the rocks are all at the right height for his best angle yeah it's not even his leg a lot it's the same rock they painted different colours What about this one from Tim? Blue Pigeon, it completes the trilogy of different coloured fowl after Black Swan and Red Sparrow. Okay, it's good. Yeah. It is good. I've got a really weird memory of an animated movie about pigeons from when I was a kid based around pigeons in the Second World War. Yeah. I think that was a film. Does that ring a bell? Isn't it weird? You don't really think about this, but when you're a kid, you you only really remember the good films that you see. Mm. But you probably see two, three times as many as that. So there's, there's all these kids' films being pumped out the whole time. 
I think your memory might be deceiving you slightly because I think it's more recent than that. And I believe Ricky Gervais was one of the voices of one of the pigeons. Oh, no. Okay. Maybe there's two films. Oh, maybe there's two pigeon-based films. I mean, it is... <laughs> There's a lot there. There's a lot of material there. Most of most of the suggestions that come through to our inbox are where are all the pigeon films? <laughs> yeah, so. you guys. What, where's the cover up here, guys? Yeah. Are you in the pocket of Big Pigeon? <laughs> Big Pigeon just wants to be left alone. So, Blue Pigeon, Black Swan, psychotic, crazy Natalie Portman. Yeah, doing ballet, doing Swan Lake, Red Sparrow, sexy espionage with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, Blue Pigeon, Trailer Square. <laughs> Yeah. There's just a blue pigeon. What's his motive? There's an actual blue pigeon. No, there can't be, because, because the, there the, isn't a black swan in Black Swan. The only, and there isn't a red sparrow as well. I say that having not seen either film. The only... Oh, so I've seen Black Swan, and I know vaguely what happens in Red Sparrow. Sparrow? Red Sparrow. The one thing that does, I would say, would link them is Oscar-nominated, and actually, I believe, winning young actresses. Oh, yeah. So, so we, we need should, one of those. We should get, like, a really great young actress to play the lead. To play blue pigeon zendaya zendaya pl- is blue pigeon she is oh uh, the thing is I, my brain's going down the sexy espionage no she's a chimney sweep in old timey london <laughs> yes and that was what i was thinking after one day two murderers come back like a burke and hare style grave robber guys Uh-oh. they don't know zendaya's up their chimney cleaning and hmm. she overhears stuff and yeah. her best friend is a blue pigeon. <laughs> exactly. Because she freed it from a chimney once yeah. ago. Oh, man. And it's blue from soot. <laughs> yeah, because in Victorian times. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is really sad, right? But oh. uh, when my dad lives in Kent, the chimney, it has an entrance, but it doesn't have an exit. And pigeons will get in there, and you can just hear them in the cupboard under the stairs. Like, oh. And they're just trapped there till they die. Oh. Isn't that grim? Um, one time my uh, grandparents they were they heard so um, they board up the fireplace mm-hmm. out of season like not fully but they just put a board in there so yeah. anything falls down it doesn't come through nice. they were hearing a bit of a commotion uh, Father Christmas and <laughs> they boarded it up too early <laughs> yeah <laughs> Whoa! Um, and so they they're, so they're hearing a commotion and they go into the room where it is yeah and Babadook pull out <laughs> Just tell me what it was, It's a John. fucking cat, right? No way! They pull out a cat from the the, uh, the chimney and they bring it back to the owners who live yeah. down the road. It'd been gone for three days. Three years? <laughs> it was a ghost cat. <laughs> it was just an empty lead. <laughs> you mean just the, like, the necklace? The collar. Necklace? The necklace? <laughs> God, how posh cat, are you? Cat neck- yeah, all my cats had necklaces. Oh, my cats necklaces. Have you ever killed an animal? fish you've killed a fish <laughs> by fishing yeah oh I thought maybe like I was talking yeah okay I, imagine you were strangling a goldfish <laughs> horrible th- horrible I th- image I swam so like just with such power that I punched a fish and it died <laughs> oh so you've been fishing yes I've been fishing okay have you ever accidentally killed an animal not to my knowledge you not hit a rabbit no or like a person <laughs> never hit a person you can't we've all done that haven't we late you- at night I've hit a rabbit. Yeah. It's oh, really sad. In a car. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're driving. I hit a rabbit. It's really sad. It's just really, really a horrible thing to happen. So, like a, a, a wild rabbit, I assume. Not like a pair of rabbit <laughs> yeah. who'd gone escaped. I, just, I, I once drove through someone's garden <laughs> over their hutch. 
<laughs> you should have opened with once I drove into someone's garden. Not- <laughs> um, when you and this is this is a relatable bit of content. When you hit a rabbit in a car, you just tell yourself for the next ten minutes that it had mixomatosis. <laughs> like, it has, it, it, I could tell from the eye. <laughs> I put it out of its misery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically yeah. convince yourself that you did the world a favour. And I also let my goldfish out into a pond once, uh, and they instantly got attacked by the bigger fish. <laughs> pretty sad isn't it yeah don't kill animals guys but do tell us about times that you have killed them but don't kill any to tell us about it tell us about already dead ones i'm not responsible for one i need to go out and impress us we got like super fans who are like i want them to read out my email <laughs> just killing <laughs> just pigeons. sending us photos of dead animals <laughs> oh please don't <laughs> i really do we'd, i think uh, we'd have to end this operation pretty swiftly if it just became a forum for dead animal pics Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, John, these aren't ones that have been... This this, this falls between the cracks here at um, Dream Factory Towers. Yeah. Because this is neither a listener suggestion nor something from my brilliant brain. This is actual... Where am I? Where do I, where do I come into that equation? I'll talk, to you about, I'll talk to you about that afterwards, but I'm thinking about sort of doing it solo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that would be so bad. You like nothing against you, but imagine you just monologuing. No, ideas. I do both parts. <laughs> so we rec- we record it, and then you type out everything I've said, and then just re-record my bits. Yeah, well, make them a bit funnier. Well. I'd, I'd change them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can the film festival? You know it. I've heard of it. We talked about it on the last one with Gabriel. Yeah, can has banned Netflix movies. Yes, because they're not cinematic Pure enough. Cinema. Yeah, they're not right. You know. No. They're frilly, they're cheap newcomers to the game. Yeah. They're making crap. Yeah. What can is, is a celebration of real cinema. Pure cinema. Pure cinema. Yeah. Art. Exactly. I've got a couple of films here that are being shown at Cannes, or there's posters for around Cannes. Some lovely examples of art. Santa Stole Our Dog? Yeah, 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 yeah. Art. It's high art. High art. I imagine that's some sort of dog that looks a bit like a reindeer. Because the, 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 the conceit isn't going to be that Santa steals dogs. 
All the reindeers are dead. He has to replace them with dogs that he's kidnapped. That's not going to be the conceit. The conceit's going to be they have a dog that has a weird red nose. Santa sees it one night after a few too many glasses of the old brandy and uh, and he steals a dog by accident. So, you know, like the way that you kind of, you judge people and, you you know, people, everyone's flawed. Right? Everyone's flawed. And people are like, particularly the minute we're like, social media and stuff yeah, like the yeah. one foot th- wrong thing someone does yeah. can often be like the end of them and like mm-hmm. some t- and sometimes I have these thoughts in my head like surely within reason within reason we shouldn't judge people on the worst things they've done we should judge them on the net neutral person they are or they're like yeah, you know yeah. if Santa on the uh, side yeah. was a dog thief is that enough to, to balance is he still it? a good guy <laughs> he probably is still a good guy isn't he well, I mean, like getting- how many dogs and do they live comfortably in Lapland that's a great question yeah so it's not the the theft is horrible because you're stealing dogs from families but he's not it's, we're not saying he then kills them he just oh, he has like a wonderful farm he's still a good guy he's yeah. still a good guy <laughs> if, if I'm were... sorry I'm like, still, as long as I get my gifts steal as many dogs as you want but I, I would say if I had a particularly poor year for presents and I knew that information about Santa <laughs> that'd be going in the letter next year <laughs> Oh, I've been naughty. I was naughty <laughs> last year, was I, Santa? Where's Rover? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, and also, on top of that, another film, Sniffer 3, The <laughs> Nose That Knows. So, he, I think he can smell crime. <laughs> Fuck off. I think he smells crime. I don't know if it's Sniffer 3 or Sniffer Cubed, because it's a little three. Yeah. But the suggestion that there is already a Sniffer 1 and a Sniffer 2 we've not heard of. But Sniffer 3, The Nose That Knows. Yeah. It, well, the problem is, what? how do you multiply a sniffer to, to cube it what does crime smell like <laughs> what does crime smell like injustice I think you can probably there's probably a combination of those two movies anyway so uh, NASA the red has, nose that knows NASA has a sniffer this is a thing oh uh, yeah and there's only like a few of them yeah, in the world noses that are so good that they can smell any bacteria on an item so that basically because any bacteria if you take it up to space could be dangerous in the long run because essentially it's just going to sit there and fester so what's their day to day like they smell everything in their life. they just keep getting horrific. no but like in their day to day they oh, wake right. up you know like smells that aren't great they wake up and it's been a hot night so they're a little bit sweaty but it smells what like what must that smell like the, it smells like their face is right in the pit yeah comparatively to us oh no but the thing is dogs apparently have a much better sense of smell than us and they fucking love bad smells yeah so maybe he perverts. loves it maybe maybe real sniffers are perverts for bad smells oh well, you think the nose that knows yeah has a few secrets because they spend all day smelling like pure objects that yeah. barely have any bacteria on them just mm. to see if there's anything there really yeah, yeah, yeah. so they get home and they just shove their head in the toilet <laughs> really, <laughs> really let loose great there we go that's that <laughs> should we pitch our own movies yes so mine is uh, based on a news story that I've just read okay okay and uh, I'll be quite honest this is a superpower as far as I'm concerned for the record, as we said earlier, Joel's in America, so when he says just read, this could be an old story for it's you. An, this is old news. This yeah. happened in 1968. <laughs> I've been dead for 20 years. Oh. John's 60 years of age. <laughs> yeah. A mayonnaise-hating man makes about a grand a year complaining about mayonnaise. <laughs> what? That's a lovely little top-up. I'm not saying he, that's not what he does full-time. He's got a career. Uh, we're not going to give his full name, but he's called Chris and he's from High Wickham. That's your where neck I'm of the woods. From, yeah. Mm. So he'll order food. My brother's called Chris. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> your brother's Chris from High Wickham. <laughs> so he'll complain about food being brought out with mayonnaise on. Yeah. And demand a little refund. 
if it's not listed in the menu or anything like that. That I mean, um, and he also makes more money on the side. Complains about poor service every single time he eats to try oh. and get some freebies. You say superpower? He sounds like the worst. He's a super villain. Yeah, and he's up against polite man. Yeah, <laughs> they go out for dinner together. Oh, it's and he's the like, worst, I'm going to complain. He's like, no, I don't want to make a fuss. Yeah, don't make a fuss. Don't make a fuss. Are you the sort of person that's so polite that if they brought out the wrong meal, you'd still eat it? I think there is much like the whole uh, the, the much like the famous Santa good conundrum yeah, that we brought yeah. up. Yes. There's obviously a line where if they brought out a totally wrong meal, I a would turd. say yeah. they brought out a turd on the plate. Would <laughs> yeah. you eat it? They brought depends on the sauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, if they brought brought me out the wrong meal, I probably would. But like within reason. Uh, but how far along the meal would you mention it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have like a crouton left. I'd be, Hang on, oh the steak. <laughs> And then I'd complain. Well, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, and also a joke. Uh, the thing is, the thing is, I don't think, I think you have, it has to take a real big level of obliviousness on your behalf to not think that there's some, there could be some shenanigans going on with that food if yeah, you ask for a refund or the yeah. exchange. So unless it's really bad, I wouldn't. Like if it was slightly overcooked or an element was wrong, I'd just deal with it because I don't, yeah. I'd rather not upset a chef. I sent a chilli back once. It came back cold three times. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I went on a lad's holiday to Newquay, and I got this in a, in a small cafe by the side of the road. But yeah, I that... third time. The first guys. time I got it, it was like a frozen block of chilli con carne. Oh. Yeah. How does that, what does that make you feel when you hear that? Not good. One time, I, um, me and my girlfriend, we were in... Uh, it was amazing. It was just like... It was like... We, we like looked online for pubs nearby to go get lunch. Yeah. When we were in Wales. And we get there, and it's like a house. Like, it's like someone's house. Nice, and you nice, go nice. into the front room, and you're like, there's no one there. And yeah. you're like, is this really a pub? Is this? And then this lovely old lady comes through and goes, oh, hello, nice to meet you. Hello, old Jill. Yeah, yeah. So Ainsley's there. And um, she takes us through, and there is an area that looks a little bit like a pub, mm-hmm. vaguely. Good, good. And uh, she <laughs> and um, I go, oh, can I have a pint of blah, blah, blah? There's some taps behind the bar mm-hmm. with that. Um, pit badge on it yeah, yeah and then she just goes behind the bar <laughs> <laughs> opens the can and pours it just behind the tap <laughs> trying to cough as she does it <laughs> <laughs> and then she gives us this like ridiculous for, for what this setup is yeah. the biggest menu I've ever seen <laughs> and so all my quaverable meals well, that's I, so I think I'm going to go off the specials board because I'm thinking yeah. slightly more chance of it being something fresh. Yeah. And he goes, oh, there's a curry. And I go, oh, excuse me, what <laughs> what flavours of the curry? Yeah. And she goes, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was Brilliant. delicious. It was delicious. And you just, you, oh, have that, please. And you just, you just hear pop, 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 pop with a fork. Bing. Voila. Thanks, chef. <laughs> It was lovely. She was so nice. She was out there doing a fake French accent. <laughs> yeah, super bad. So he's a super villain that super complains about everything. Pedant, yeah. Com- complain a guy. Yeah, yeah. complain a guy. <laughs> Get in touch if you can think of a better name for complain a guy. I'm tired, right? I'm very tired. What about this one from me? Uh, right, for the record, I don't believe this is my intellectual property, but it came into my head today and it made me laugh a lot. Go on. Luigi board. <laughs> That's brilliant. You win, let's go home. <laughs> but I don't know. So for the record, I'm saying I think it's been done on the internet before. Yeah, it probably has. But How does it work? <laughs> right. A boo obviously appears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got the Luigi board out. Yeah. 
It's like Mario Party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're 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 spinning the the uh, the central controller around 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 yeah, around. Yeah. And the first letter I T S. Oh no. A- oh shit. M- I know this e- is going. <laughs> it's a Luigi's mid. shaking. <laughs> it's a him. <laughs> it's Ma- is Luigi getting in contact with the dead Mario? Dead Mario. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dead Mario's out there. Have you played Odyssey? I've died so many times. Where do you think those Mario's go? Into a Luigi board. Yeah, they go into a Luigi board. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just a fun idea, isn't it? I'm telling you now that exists somewhere in Japan. A Luigi board? There'll be a Luigi board cafe. <laughs> There's something about Ouija boards. Yeah. That, like, at, at secondary school, we were discussing with Gabriel last week about this idea of these, like, crazy, like, myths around films that make yeah, you want to yeah. watch them. Like... Like the hardest kids in the school would be like, Did I it, don't uh, believe in ghosts and shit, but I am fucking going near a Ouija, Ouija board. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they brag my, about having done yeah, a Ouija board. My cousin did a Ouija board once, and everyone else in the Ouija board died. <laughs> we haven't seen him since. <laughs> he lives in Leeds. It's, it's a long way away, but <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah. For some reason, they cut through the bullshit. For some reason, people still people believe are in the power of the Ouija. Ouija boards. What is Ouija? What? It's yes in two languages, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> if I if I did a Ouija board, I would sell it so hard, and then the second it started, I'd just start pushing the letters around oh, and so spelling I, funny I, words. I'd, I'd just spell bum <laughs> straight away. I thought bum as well because it's so quick. It's so quick. You can get to bum pretty quickly because you can do bu, and it could be anything, right? It could be anything. Bumming, it's just fun. You can have some fun with bums. <laughs> I know. Um, Don't clip that out. <laughs> Don't clip that out. Right, that's the end of the podcast, Sean. That was Lucy Goosey, baby. <laughs> right, we know it's the end of the podcast because there's a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And who's that coming in? <laughs> it's a me! The ghost of Mario. <laughs> John, I'm in America right now. Yeah? What do you think I'm doing? Imagine some of the things I might be doing. Walking and saying... Take me out to the ball game. I'll be singing that. You I'm going to walk around New York. Go yeah. right. I'm walking here. I was, I was I'm walking. Hey, I'm walking hey. here. Hey, get out of the way. I'm walking here. Yay. I'm going to spend a couple of days in the mafia. <laughs> It's gonna. I'm, I, what, I shouldn't be doing. I'm gonna be so American right now. On the set, I've got two big foam hands on right now, and I'm trying to eat a burger. <laughs> Joe's gonna walk up and down the aisle of the play. Go, I'm walking for six hours. <laughs> I'm flying here. <laughs> uh, oh, America, land of opportunity. Yeah. Hey, mate, podcasts are big in America. Yeah. So I'm gonna go and spread the word. You're gonna go chat to the boys at Gymley. Yep. That's what. Tell them that's what they call it. WB Easy. <laughs> Hey guys, I got a podcast to pitch ya. I'm gonna surprise ya. I'm English. <laughs> and they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> they'll be like, we knew. <laughs> they'll be like, holy shit. But you've got the big foam fingers, and we're wearing those as well. We shook them, and you walked in. Your accent was pitch perfect with the, hey guys, hey, I got a podcast. The thing is, they're having people and, come in like that all the time, right? And- Every meeting they have is, I got a podcast. <laughs> That's every single meeting. So I go in and I see him sign. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, another. I got a podcast. And, he's got the and then N- I go, <laughs> you've got the NYC cap on. Yeah, I've got it all. And then I go, I'm English. And then they sit up. And they're like, talk to us. <laughs> you take off your cap to reveal a flat cap, <laughs> yeah, a bowler hat. 
<laughs> Amazing how you fit under I, well, the cap. Exactly. That's just where the fun begins. And then they give me a cheque for a million quid. And some of it will be coming your way. That sounds really great. Hey! <laughs> a podcast! <laughs> Isn't that accent amazing? No! I've been working on it for months. <laughs> i got a podcast. That's how they all talk. There's been a moiter. <laughs> I'm going to investigate the moiter. Fuck's sake, Joe. Yeah. Um, podcast. How, how much meat do you think you'll be consuming? I think I might die. <laughs> because in America, yeah. they have pancakes for breakfast. They have no Not rules. as a treat. <laughs> Not as a treat. No. If you have pancakes for breakfast here... That's a treat. There's a reason. Yeah. You know? It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. You've got time. You've got the ingredients. Over there, mate. They're like, have a pancake. On a Wednesday. Have a pancake. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard my podcast? Have you heard my podcast? Hey, eat a a pancake. Listen to the podcast. I'm a big American guy. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. So it's going to be great. I'm going to eat pancakes. I'm not going to think about you once. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener